Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana, and this is episode 72 of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast. This week we're talking about season 10, episode 5, Oxygen, and episode 6, Extremis. This is the gateway to everything that ever was, or ever can be. It's like a spaceship. What? Nice here, isn't it? So how do we stay out of trouble? Now don't, Bill, with me to the TARDIS. Hey, we're back. Hey, it has been a while since we recorded again. Yeah. We say that every time. We keep saying we're going to get better. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it's been... It was like November when we recorded. Yeah. And then it came out like December, January. And then Christmas out. happened, and then New Year's, and then, yeah. you know. And even like we were supposed to record... But like last weekend yeah. and then something and then so yeah, i was sick you've been sick there's a snowstorm there's snow oh sick. yeah <laughs> there's been like 15 snowstorms oh my god no uh, more snow please yeah we i'm so over winter i'm really looking forward to daylight savings time changing <laughs> me too give me like although it means we'll have an hour more light in the evening which is nice i won't fall asleep at five o'clock but it means the sun will be up when I wake up now. Like, I'm back to dark mornings. Right. It shifts. I just, I struggle with that in the winter. I know most people do. And mm-hmm. even just the fact that the days are at least noticeably starting to get longer. Like, yes. when I walk out of work at 5. Yes. This, um, there's still some blue th- in the sky. Yeah, like, <laughs> I walk to my car not in complete darkness. Yeah. And that's lovely. It makes a big difference when the days start coming right because and... in the winter it's like oh it's six o'clock it's time for bed in the summer it's that's... like nine thirty, and i'm like i'm wide awake yeah let's go do something that's why i got myself a sad lamp yeah that helped? just yeah i feel like i've been busy um so i haven't been using it because i've been coming home later or something well like a couple nights i had screening so right i was coming home at bedtime anyway but yeah i think it's helped a bit just i turn it on like at five or whenever the sun's going down to like keep light in here and keep me somewhat awake and trick my brain to not want to fall asleep as soon as it's dark yeah yeah soon it's oh still be sp- i won't be surprised if we get like one more big snow in like march we usually do sure. get like one snow but yeah. i think i feel like it's I want to believe the end is near. It's just like, we just got so much <sighs> snow this year. Like, that it's, was the thing. Like, just yeah. a lot of snow this year. It's all going to melt. So it's just going to be like a gross it's be so, spring. It's very wet March, spring. April are going to be gross. And yeah. then someday I'm, I will feel free. We're worried, like, uh, where my cottage is, they're worried about, like, flooding. Oh, yeah. Because there's just going to be so much snow in the lake. Mm-hmm. Guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, so... So don't melt too quickly, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is there any news? Uh, we finally watched season 11. Yeah, we did. So we've met the 13th Doctor <laughs> and her friends. It only took us so long to watch. Yeah. There. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I did too. I didn't think... I don't know. Not the best season. It's not the best. It's not I the worst. I definitely love her as a Doctor, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just not all great, sort of mediocre episodes the whole way through. 
Yeah. Nothing I, big. Even the finale was only okay. Not, yeah, not yeah. a big finale. I, I mean, I'm hoping like for more from uh, Chris Chibnall next year. Yeah. Like bigger ideas. Like yeah, come on. Really let you let y'all sink your up. teeth into it. We know you can write good episodes, so like let's see what you do with the whole show. And like, I would on. I would argue that like if you look at the episodes as like individual contained episodes, they weren't bad. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were all yeah. just good right there was like there was no standouts no and it was there was no like no real plot lines like carry you through the seasons it's like no it was just the baddie from the first episode showed up at the end again right but there wasn't really anything throughout that they were doing it's like yeah okay you saw like uh his grandmother there like a couple times yeah that was more of a through through thing. Was them fucking talking about grandma? Yeah, that was like I think that, and it was like <laughs> not that to be was cold hearted, to be but like, I was like she did the <laughs> link. But yeah. like I felt like okay, I'm not really getting to know them more than like he would just be like, oh, I'm not coordinated. <laughs> yeah, that was his. But like it never really came into play in any big way, or no. like uh, I don't know. Eh. It was like the story of him bonding with grandpa yeah. over death of grandma. And I'm just, I could do without Graham. I really was hoping that he would decide to, like, stay home at the yes. end of that. He's her, so useless. Her with Yaz and Yaz uh, Ryan, Ryan yeah. would be, like, yeah. Like, and let's, I feel like if let's Graham wasn't there, Ryan would be more fun because yes. he would be with Yaz. Yeah. And not having, being, like, sad and awkward with Graham and figuring out his relationship with Right, I, I would much prefer the show. Like, get rid of the old white man, and I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And also, like, his thing with um, Ryan thing with his dad at the end. Like, that was also a through thing that we were yeah. supposed to care about. And I was just like... But his dad, like, redeemed himself, and I was like, I don't fucking care. I don't know him. Right. And I, I barely know these characters, because... There's three of them, and we barely. I was going to say the same thing, like with three companions. You don't get to know. You don't get to know any of them, like in a deep sense. So, like, get Graham or out of there. We'll get to really know, like Yaz and Ryan. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe then, like, because he brings up his dad like once or twice. It's like at the beginning, he's like, "Yeah, dad left me, and I live with Graham." And then, like one other time, he like tried to call his dad or something. Norway episode where the girls, blind girls, by herself. Yeah, and he like. Gives her, like, some speech about dad or, like... No, 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 not that one. Oh, my God. The the fucking baby. The man having oh, the baby. And yeah. he, Ryan makes a speech to him oh, about, that like, how to be dad. So we got so mad about that. Ugh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, trying don't to... Don't, don't convince people, people that they have to be a parent, even if they're literally about to give birth. Not cool. No. He said he didn't want it, and Ryan's like, no, you have to be a father, because I didn't have a father, and I was just like, don't put your daddy issues on this person. No. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, and they give Graham... My other problem with Graham is that they give him these lines that are supposed to be, like, the as if he's the comedic relief yeah. coming in with these little lines. But he doesn't deliver them well. He doesn't deliver them like a joke. He doesn't deliver anything well, frankly. I'm sorry, but, like, I feel nothing from him. Um, And, like, they would be funny if someone, like, funnier were saying them. Or they're just sort of... I don't know what they're trying to do with Graham. So, just... Bye. I feel like it was... They almost put in there because they were like, Oh, no. 
straight white men are upset yeah. that the doctor's a woman so he's we'll the have worst to put character a straight though. white man uh-huh. in the show. that's what it feels like though like here's it, your when i saw the picture piece. of them all together i was like oh cool so because we can't have the tardis without a straight white man no nope. old white man okay anyway yeah we watched that <laughs> yep so and we'll, we'll soon we'll that. start rewatching yeah, them, oh and then we'll really get into it. Oh boy, that episode with the baby. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting oh. one. The pating was so cute, though. He was. Oh my god, so cute! His happy little face when the bomb went off in his <laughs> belly. Just, <laughs> he was so happy, satisfied. That satisfied face. Yeah. Mm. For once <laughs> in his life, he wasn't hungry. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. Okay. Um, this is, uh, season 10 though we're talking about. It is, yes. Right, and we asked you, um, to do with nothing really, just what is your favorite season of Doctor Who? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I have three that I've <laughs> narrowed it down from. You have a top three. I've narrowed it down from 11 to three. <laughs> okay. Which would be season two, season four, and season five hard for me to pick a favorite out of that i'd probably say all different companions and doctors combinations yes mm-hmm. um season two because uh tenant is my favorite doctor and that was his first season mm-hmm. and um, it's a good season yeah and it was the first season i really felt like you were like in doctor who now and they yeah. they had some episodes that really like carried some emotional weight and some mm-hmm. um some arcs happened that's cool mm-hmm um, I felt like he came into it strong, but if I really had to pick a season, I think it'd be season four, mostly because David Tennant and Catherine Tate together are magic, Gold. Yeah. always magic. And, um, yeah, I liked five too. I felt like the overall, like Moffat came in really strong with like this whole different mm-hmm. way of storytelling and mm-hmm. like the idea of like threads being revealed slowly throughout the season and mm-hmm. um and i appreciated that but yeah four is gonna be if i have to pick one i say four donna um, for the win i would probably also pick four that's my first thought because donna was so great yeah. donna and um the 10th doctor um but i also you know i really love river and i love yeah, river and 11 do. and their banter and i feel like five but i guess more six when she's like revealed who she is and they because when he figures out who she is and he's their yeah. relationship is different there's like fun episodes in there with her but yeah it's around that maybe just that little era of like <laughs> four to six is like pretty good yeah yeah we didn't pick any recent seasons <laughs> no i thought season um I mean, like, season 10, I really like Bill. I think she's mm-hmm. a really strong companion. Um, I thought season 9 was pretty good as an overall season mm-hmm. with the Zygons. quality of episodes. Yeah. But it, it's still not, like, it still doesn't rank in a favorite. And part of that, too, might be, like, almost with any show, it's, like, earlier seasons tend to hold, like, a stronger mm-hmm. place. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't no matter know how any... great later seasons are, they're always going to feel like somewhat diluted. Yeah, because it's like you've seen you've seen so much of it mm-hmm. at that point. You're like, eh, it doesn't have the same impact. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, let's see what you guys said. 
Um, Naderade <laughs> said his favorite season is Eccleston season that he starts the series with Innocent Rose asking about Wilson the electrician and the doctor's hashtag zero F's given <laughs> response is Wilson's dead. He's serious, funny, sad, and lonely. The perfect restart to the series. Yeah. yeah. We usually say that it's not a strong start to the series that we're sort of like when you're trying to get someone to start to watch Doctor Who like, okay, the first episode is not the best representation. Yeah. For seed. I don't but you know what? It's I, with the bad wolf and stuff. Like bad it's wolf not is good. It's a, a good bad reveal. Seed. There's good episodes. It's just when you know it gets better, it's hard to yeah. tell some you you can't help but tell someone like it gets better. <laughs> well and I don't think that like uh Christopher Eccleston as the doctor is the issue. I think it no, was no, just no, like no. finding its footing, right? It was yeah. And Linda the way Davies writes. Linda always loved Eccleston. She's yeah, that was her doctor. Yeah. He's great. It's more just a show getting started. Yes. Yeah. And Davies with it, you know, every episode was like a world issue, like a social issue. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you start to just. Interestingly, I'll talk about game. that today. Okay. Okay. Issues. Yeah. Social issues. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, start talking. <laughs> you want to do this one? Sure. Oxygen. It aired May thirteenth, twenty seventeen. Well, we're getting so like close to the I know. end. <laughs> it was written by Jamie Matheson, who's done four episodes, including Mummy on the Orient Express, which I actually really That's like that one. episode. It's a good one, and the girl who died, which is sad. Yeah, he has some strong good stuff. Good job, Jamie Matheson. Yeah, space, the final frontier final because it wants to kill us trapped in a space station with no oxygen the doctor bill and nardal are horrified to discover (laughs) the automated spacesuits keeping them alive are also trying to kill them dun 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 oh my god so this one starts off like making my stomach turn with dead bodies honestly the ones where we first see them walking out in space, you don't see them that clearly. But once they're on the space station, they're pretty gross. And there's that like the one body guy standing is it the there. One guy with like the it's so gross and disturbing. Like, good job, yeah, makeup, whatever. <laughs> because I was disturbed and did not want to look at that. Yeah, it's not just like zombie or like a pasty. You know, they just died, so they've got sort of sunken eye. It was. Like a rotting, yeah. His like, eyes bulged. were like bulging out, like the Glassy. gas inside yeah, was like it was bulgy and like the oh my it god, was it was nasty. truly yeah. I did not enjoy that. <laughs> not a bad episode though. No, okay. this is what I was gonna say. Like um, we just fin- we just said like Davies taking like mm-hmm. issues, and I really think that this hits home with like capitalism, capitalism to the extreme, right? Like, it is a story about capitalism, right? That they e- they even charge you now for the air you breathe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, when you're like, in space, it's a commodity. Well, even on Earth, it's a natural resource, but especially yeah. in space, it's, you know, it's not just there. You have to bring it in. So, but yeah, to turn the suits against them to just like, yeah, delete I, the organic component. To be fair, I wasn't workers. expecting that. Like it, sometimes like you reason? like know the end that's coming in the episodes. And mm-hmm. I didn't see this one coming. 
that it was like the like, company the company was actually yeah. Trying, yeah it wasn't a glitch and some weird ai it was actually on purpose from the company yeah it wasn't like alien tech and oh yeah and when they were like the rescue ships was on its way before you called for them because they were coming to, to collect or like restaff right. your thing you know <sighs> well that's like um just in season 11 they have the episode in the factory when it's like oh we're so proud to still have 10 percent organic people working (laughs) kablam factory or whatever it is the amazon episode kablam ma'am yeah (laughs) as i'm looking down at our like headphone extensions that are from amazon Amazon basics Basics. (laughs) (laughs) okay so gross dead bodies yeah they're well yeah yeah, it started with, like, a weird, the love story, almost. Like, these two yeah. people walking in space. Sad. Well, they have to put something. They yeah, have to give us some emotional attachment to people. And everyone understands, you know, wanting to get married. Oh, Straight people wanting to get married. Straight people really love getting married. Oh, they love engagements. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the doctor's lecturing on space when he's supposed to be talking about crop rotation or something. Yes. Because he just talks about whatever he feels like. He's itching to get into space because he's been he's stuck on Earth super taking care of, of this vault watching. His vault that we're don't, no, not we supposed to know p- yet. Pretend we don't messy, know what's in but, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, he takes off, but Nardal actually comes with them and is like very cross. Like, he's babysitter he's, he's a babysitter it's so interesting though because he has like, to babysit the doctor babysitting the vault <laughs> right but like he has no power you know what i mean like really what are you gonna do like um, if the doctor... river song gave him permission to kick the doctor's ass i understand so, that but <laughs> she has some power over him <laughs> if the doctor just wants to leave oh yeah like he can just he leave does all the time. There's nothing that nardal can really just, do he just tries to guilt him yeah it sometimes yeah. works. It works yeah. to, like, an extent, I would say. He tries not to stay too long. But, I mean, it's time. It's a time machine. He mm. pops out. He's only leaving the vault for a second. And also, he's literally, he's not literally sitting there in front of the vault all the time. Right. He's, he's like, teaching, teaching classes and stuff. and stuff. What's the difference if, you know. If he's off Earth. What if he's just, like, far away from Earth? Yeah. On Earth. But whatever. Um... Yeah, so they're in the place with, like, no oxygen. I had some problems with, like, science in this one. With science? It's yeah, not like, the, first the time science you've had issues with of, science. like, the vacuum of space. Oh, okay. And stuff, you know? Yeah. Because they come in, and the TARDIS gives them their air bubble, mm-hmm. and he extends the air bubble, and then it, like, evacuates everything, but then they're okay. I guess because the TARDIS air is still in there. Which, I just don't understand, like, part? like right at the beginning. Yeah. It evacuates, and then they're like, oh, the TARDIS is on that side in a vacuum because it was sucking everything out, but they blocked it. Right, yeah, they had so to, like, go into the So I guess the air the that they're cabin. breathing now. Yeah. So then they had to put on the suits because they're like, well, we only have this, like, leftover air from the TARDIS, so we need, we're going to need the suits. But that's implying that even within the spaceship, they have to wear the suits. Yes. Because they're only getting air from the suits. They're only Correct. getting... Or... Okay. That's how they down? want it to be okay. because they have to... Oh, my God. What is your... Oh, no. No. Okay. Sorry. Okay. 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 Okay.
water off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> think that it's hearing feedback when it possibly can't be we'll just turn the monitor off it's okay we know where yeah from the mics okay so my problem is the point where they are about to go out of the airlock and actually go outside to escape all the suit right people whatever they have those sort of like invisible bubbles that's what they've been wearing but he's like we have to put on our helmets now that we're actually going into the vacuum of space like these little yeah it's not strong enough things are not strong enough and i'm like if you're only getting your oxygen from your suits then there's no air in the space station so that should also be a vacuum correct yeah you would think i mean unless there's some sort of air but not oxygen specifically right like almost like when you're in an if you're trapped in an elevator for like ever it's like Mm -hmm. you only have so much air and it's not that sealed it's not that it will be like become like a vacuum but just that through exhaling it becomes so much oxygen yeah okay so i don't know well that's what i was but then like that's never explained it's never explained and also it's supposed to vent out anytime there's too much oxygen well yeah there shouldn't be any air so yeah that's my thing he's like now we're going to the vacuum of space and i'm like um so unless they don't have air pressurize the cabins but like with co2 or something like well then they should have fucking explained that because it doesn't make sense for them to be like we need to wear these suits to breathe even in the space station because the space station doesn't have air now we're going into the vacuum of space we need helmets i'm like what's the fucking difference no air no air (laughs) that's what a vacuum means there's an absence of anything including atmosphere like i would agree so that bugged me (laughs) If they had just explained it a little bit like that, well, like, there's some, there's air or something in here for pressure, so we don't feel, like, totally weird, but it just doesn't have the oxygen we need, then I would have been like, okay, fine. And now I see you're actually going into a vacuum and you need a fucking helmet. I get it. But also, they didn't explain it. I find it, um, the fact that they charge per breath, I find interesting, yeah because it would marginalize so many of the same groups that are marginalized in our society today like the old well these are workers so they're supposed to be able-bodied i know but but i'm assuming this weren't like like that they would charge for air no matter what and i don't know like we don't know enough about the society to know like are they mm-hmm. just, is everyone else on planet? Do they charge on planet still? Do they, mm-hmm. like, do you have to wear, like, an air counter on yeah, planet and, like, play, like, a monthly oxygen bill? Or Maybe it is, like, everyone lives on space stations. I don't know. But, like, because it would, the sick. Like, what about, like, people that, like, are, you know, when you're in the hospital and you have to, like, go on oxygen? Yeah, that would be fucking expensive. Yeah. Anyway, I just found it interesting. I was like, yeah. That is true. It's um, prejudice or it whatever is. the word is. Yeah. And people with mental health. If you have like high anxiety, if you mm-hmm. start breathing faster, you fuck. And then that gives you more anxiety right. because you know you're like da- actually gonna yeah. <sighs> Just thinking about the other day when I like <laughs> this is what I was thinking about when around I the corner and it was like a bit hard because there was enough snow that you're like kind of yeah you're through like the snow and I was like having finding it hard to breathe. I was like, is this just because I'm, like, sick or out of shape or, like, (laughs) am I dying? I could have used some extra oxygen, (laughs) frankly. (sighs) 
That's a good point, though. Like, is this just in this, like, Right. Mi- is it just... Mi- they're mining something, whatever. How do people, like, live normally? Because they have to wear suits. Like, right. Is everyone walking around in these suits? I don't know. Because, like, I feel ear? like this this company, like... So they're working for the company, so you think that they wouldn't have to pay for the oxygen, like, we're doing Maybe work for you. Maybe it's just the companies, it's, like, confused. you know, when a company provides you with, like, accommodation and food and stuff, right. and you're away and for like work, and they're like, well, we're not going to, you know, pay for your all your room service charges, but we're paying for your hotel room kind of thing. So we'll give you enough oxygen that we say this is enough to do your work, and if you're right. using more, then that's your problem. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... Who knows? What a, yeah, it's a scary world where you're counting your breaths. Yeah. Where you're for, just it's like, scary when when they start charging you for, you know, n- natural processes. <laughs> yeah. That you can't I not mean, do. It's not. It's not a like. But I mean, have strong will and don't do this. Like to be all like social issues, whatever. I mean, we're at the point where here in canada where it's nice and we can drink the tap water we think of that as sort of a basic human thing like yep. everyone has access to drinkable water not in the but, world though. um yeah there are plenty of places not that far away where it's not and you have to pay you have to buy bottled water or you pay for like filters and yep, stuff for sure and is that not like the same kind of thing where you think of it you know your people hey government your people need basic things like oxygen and water to live and you're charging them for it absolutely oxygen or water is you know? the same thing but the thing that i find scary about this episode is i don't actually think that like this is that far off no like we're at we're a ruining point our where... atmosphere we're like, that's we're what i mean we're getting atmosphere. to the point where we're ruined our water mm-hmm. we're ruining our atmosphere it's going to get to the point where we have to like separate good air from bad air because most of it's bad and we're right. specifically creating breathable air well and like so even just thinking of like smog conditions in the summer mm-hmm. and like big cities oh my god and shit like, like that Shanghai like or yeah Hong Kong, like legit the fact that breathe. like you're not supposed to go outside because you can't breathe the air like we we're getting to this point People and get suits that give them air we're <laughs> becoming such a corporation driven world where just like I'm thinking the movie Rollerball too, where like corporations, it's corporations instead of government. Like mm. it's very much becoming that. So I'm like, eh, how far off are we really from charging for oxygen? Yeah, I mean, the it'll be introduced like as like a like the clean air tax. Mm. You know, like oh, it's, it'll start with like you pay this much per month for like your clean air tax. Like you can feel it almost coming. Well, it's stuff like That's people terrifying. buy air filters for their home mm-hmm. because of the smog and stuff. Yep. Not just crazy weird people with allergies. No. It's like, yeah, in some cities, people just need that. Yeah. And yeah, it's a matter of time before it becomes just a portable thing that you, so you can get around and still have your like air filter or something on you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> crazy. Yeah. What anyway. a crazy world. The doctor lets Bill almost die. Oh my God. She is literally exposed to the vacuum of space. Yes. And she's fine. Yeah. Well. To- she's fine. It's not. She got some like weird vein popping out of her head, but like, she's fine. That's bonkers. Even just like the time that we saw her with like, like her face, like she would have exploded. All of her blood vessels would have like. Yeah. 
Just like he was saying at the beginning of the episode. Well, and like, it took him a long time to be like, oh, I'll give her my helmet. Like, like, realistically, you have seconds maybe before permanent damage maybe. is done. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it was the invisible shield thing held it off a little bit to give her a little bit longer. But yeah, it seemed like, oh, she's dead. Like, she is exposed and this is not guardians of the galaxy where you can put your special mask on your friend like this is supposed to be real and yeah but then the doctor i mean he's a time lord but then he was like i don't want to say he wasn't fine because he's blind oh god yeah fuck which leads us into three episodes of sunglasses oh my god Oh, we'll get to the fucking how he sees with his sonic sunglasses. Okay. I like the little bit of racism. Oh, like yeah, with, with Bill and the blue guy. She's like, whoa, man shit, he's blue. <laughs> and he's like, oh, great, a racist. <laughs> she's like, uh, excuse me, look at me. But he's like, yeah, when we're expanding into blue, the difference between, like, Caucasian, brown, different yeah. variations of brown seem all the same to him. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is fun. And Nardle's like, don't look at me. Some of my best friends are bluish. <laughs> <laughs> like, great. Yeah. That's... And then he dies. Yeah, I they like all him. Die. They all die. I like when they throw in just like a blue person or like a bug person or just like a very, everyone's human except like this one humanoid-ish yeah. alien. But it a makes more person, sense to like throw uh, that know. in, like that we would, you yeah, know. Yeah, that we're an integrated future society whatever i never know with just like that type of alien when they are just very human just color or a little physical thing is different if we're trying to say that that's what aliens look like or if that's like a hybrid like variations of humans have just changed or mutated or or somehow morphed with yeah something you know yeah just, I like to think of it like that because I find it very hard to believe that any other species would look anything like us or have, like, any No, it makes no sense. Yeah. Like, it makes... No. Yeah. But, like, With some... all the variations of, like, planets out there, the fact that anyone would evolve it, yeah. in the exact same way. Like, evolution is such a, like, yeah. t- tiny percentage of things happening process mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. a species would evolve the same way as, like almost unfathomable yeah but a mutation somewhere yeah that turns someone's blue and like right that turns into that's more realistic especially as we expand and if you were conquering different like planets and stuff the things that eventually you would uh, yeah like adapt or be exposed to and would change your physique and stuff and your genes like yeah, yeah that i could see it's all just mutations and when they get passed down. They stick. Whatever. Mm. Blue people are cool. Blue people. <sighs> um, and then he lets her die again. Yeah. The suit kills her. And she just, like, cries for her mother. And I'm like, this is so sad. It's really sad. And, like... She thinks she's being abandoned. Yeah. And, and like, how scared she would have been in that moment. And, like, oh she had so much trust and faith in this person. And... I understand, like, later, he's like, I couldn't explain it to you. The suits were right there. If I, you know, explained it, they would have. But, like, it's one of those things where, like, you really, you remember, like, oh, the doctor 
isn't human like he doesn't mm-hmm. get like he forgets feeling the, sometimes the terror that would she would have in that moment he doesn't have clara with the cue cards anymore right <laughs> it's crazy i hated that yeah it made him seem like he was like on the spectrum <laughs> you know <laughs> like you know like Asperger's need to sort of remember to look people in the eye and yeah. read expressions. Like he's well, not that. Like why are we? And like okay, the fucking like Moffat does the same thing with Sherlock. You know, the companion always like helps him get in touch with his humanity. Yes. I mean, that's part of the point. Is like they're mm-hmm. the audience's entry point, but with Clara, it was like so extreme. She really well. I mean, she's a caregiver by nature. She yeah. really just wanted to, like, take care of him. And, like, she was always joking about how, like, I'm your boss. Yeah. Anyway, enough about Clara. Yeah. We've got Bill. And Bill's great. Bill is awesome. I love um, Bill. Yeah. So the suits are, like, moving around dead bodies. Like, the suits are moving. And they just happen to still have bodies in them. Mm-hmm. They didn't look like suits that could move on their own like that. Like, they're not Iron Man suits. They're, like, fabric yeah. suits. Yeah, I know. Like, the structural integrity of them yeah. didn't seem like it would be able to, You need, to, like, like, a Cyberman, stay. Iron yeah. Man type of heart, like, shell. Shell, yeah. Like an exoskeleton without shell. You. Yeah. Which seems unnecessary to the oxygen. Like, the reason for them is for oxygen and, in general, you know, spacesuit. You need your special spacesuit if you're going out. But, like, yeah. why would it be able to move on its own? Why, like, what kind of... They didn't really talk about doing any work where, like, the suit needed to be the muscle, you know? Like, with Iron Man. Yeah. Or Cyber, you know? Well, and you think if you have suits that can move on their own, like, why really do you need even people. need to be there? Like, just send the you suits to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. They're essentially yeah, it's humanoid not, It's not very... It's one of those things, like, I mean... Yeah, I don't... Doctor Who science. <laughs> they took a couple of concepts and stuck them together to tell a story about capitalism yeah uh, anyway he saves, he, oh, saves he doesn't save everyone he saves whoever's left at the whoever's end. left bill isn't actually dead she's just like brain fried for a minute yeah, or something again brain damage hello you're supposed to the vacuum space and then you were like bill's going through a dead. tough time God, he leaks and then they uh, yeah and then the horror of seeing your wife's dead body, like, walk up to I you. I know. Like, how awful, right? Like... He just looks at her, like, sad, like, oh, I love you. I'm like, I would be horrified. <laughs> that is disgusting and, like, just awful to see your loved one's dead body. Like, to see your loved one, like, dead They're is bad dead in front of you, to just see, like, like... Oh, this isn't my wife anymore. This is a body. But then to be moving and, like, eyes open, sort of looking at you, like, oh, God yeah pretty scary yeah Nardle does something cute where he just says cuddle cuddle (laughs) when he like hugs him it's so cute I like Nardle I love him so much because he's so cute and funny like that sometimes and then he's also like angry with the (laughs) river song told me I could kick your ass yeah and then dun 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 I'm I'm still still blind blind. (laughs) so dramatic (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's impressive that he's so good without sight. sight. He really uses his other senses, I guess. Yeah, he does. 
Okay. Should we give this a grade? Uh, B. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Like, it was fine. fine. I get, like, the... You know, it obviously had me thinking about, like, the air we breathe and corporations and, Mm -hmm. you know. But it wasn't like, I wasn't like, this was amazing. No. I think it made its point with that. And that's why... I didn't hate it. The science maybe wasn't as solid. So I'm going to say B. 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 Um, Extremis, May 20th, 2017, written by The Moffat. Yes. (laughs) The Veritas, the truth, truth so true you can't live with it. Is that looking into hell or seeing the light? Everyone who has ever read The Veritas has been found dead. In a forbidden library at the heart of the Vatican, the Pope urges a doctor to read the ancient text. But can he handle the truth? (laughs) Oh, boy. So, I have issues with this one, too, of course. Um, oh, we learn about Missy and her execution. Yeah, that part was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just confirmed what we already thought. Because yeah. Because he had been talking to Yeah, we already knew it was her. But, like, I just mean, like, seeing it was kind of cool. And the whole, somebody was actually like, no, Missy, you going down. <laughs> Yeah, like who actually Crimes finally has you. enough authority to get her to the point of we're going to execute you. But of course she's Missy, so she knew what she was doing. She just went along with it. Right. You and, can't re- really And had the doctor because she was like, oh, shit. Well, the she doctor will never bring... let me die. Yeah, she knew he would. Because we best friends. She's too smart to get herself yeah. in an execution place. Well, like the doc- as the doctor said, he's like, yeah, I'm not... But also, like, he's like... I'm gonna kill you, but I'm not gonna let you do anything. Right. He's also like, hey, back off. You wanna know how many people I've killed? Check your records. And it's like... And then they all run away. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be, like, executing for crimes like this? Like, I feel like the crimes that the doctors committed are actually, like, in some ways comparable to those that the master has like you know what i mean like, oh for sure if you just look at like numbers so many and... people not even to mention like the time war and how many Oof, yeah lives were lost in that like it's, come on um... wouldn't he then be like wouldn't you be like well you're up next like yeah. you guys are gonna have to kill each other because you're the last time lords left who can execute each other mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah but in terms of, like, the big reveal, it's like, well, we knew it was We messy. had figured, I remember, we were yeah. binging this I think most season. people had figured it out by It was like, point, it had to be think, important right? enough that we would have already known who or what it is. Yeah. Not so like, a, it was, oh, it's some character we don't know or have yeah, any feelings towards. Yeah, some creature that we've never heard of, so. Um, okay, how do these fucking glasses work yeah i I don't i don't understand it's sound sonic (laughs) but it doesn't imply that he's it gives us like daredevil vision you know like yeah where it's implying that it's using sound like to bounce bounce around almost like but it's still just showing this like sort of computerized screen and it identifies everyone like male female Mm -hmm. age and all that stuff but it would have to be like how would it know saying you know? Yeah, he's blind. So what good does the screen do? 
that's the thing. It's still a screen. Yeah. I'm not getting it. I'm not understanding that it's plugged in. Like, like his eyes don't work, but his does it like mental link to him or something like i don't understand if it was something because he regenerated he he regenerated he used a little bit of his regeneration energy did he on his eyes yeah because he tried to bring back his eyesight i think that's when he said like i'm still blind it's because he's like oh i just took some years off my life but i'm gonna get my eyesight back Oh, yeah, yeah, because he did do before. something in the episode. And, but it never came back, That's so maybe it, like, thought. came back enough? I don't know. It's, like, it's really not explained Well, he just made well. his eyes look fine so he could pretend that he wasn't blind. Right. Yeah, you think he could regenerate his eyes. You'd think. Or some timeless technology where it just, like, you know, the glasses, like, plug directly into his optical nerves. Right, and then that's why I was thinking, is it, like, a like a link to, like, his, but like, actual, still, yeah. but then I don't know. It's But it seemed to be sound-based because he couldn't, like, see screens yeah. or read the text or whatever. Yeah. So, okay, he's blind. He's blind, he's got sure. some something telling him, like, stats about the people around him and... He's blind, but he has some knowledge and sense some of like what is happening around him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, P- um, Bill's on a date oh, yeah. with Penny, and Pope walks in. Yeah, like fuck you. <laughs> but then it was all a simulation, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is like their Matrix episode. Yeah. It's fucking Vatican. The next, it's kind of strange because, like, the next two episodes after this are two parter. Mm -hmm. And this one's kind of the start of a three parter, but, like, this one is also very separate from those. When I put these in, because I keep track of the two parters because we we want them in the same episode, these three were, like, considered a three parter, but they're, they all have different writers. So I want to say no. But then, yeah, the, this seems like the lead up to the next, the next two. Yeah, that the are next very connected. The but next even two, then, there's still one is about the crisis that the monks are like, "We'll help you with," and then the next one is life with the monks. It's right. not a full story split into. No, realities. I still feel like you can kind of talk about it in like a one story sense almost, yeah. but like this one is like like the prequel. Like this it's not about, even like. Yeah, yeah. This one. It's like they did we the trilogy and then they went back and they did the prequel and yeah. it's like separate. What happened, how yeah. the monks got here. Yeah. Um, I have a problem. <laughs> Shocking. With the idea of, um, the whole idea of this, the Veritas. Right. Okay. So it's a text written a long time ago about the truth of existence, which is... That simulation. simulation. It's one of billions of simulations. We're not real. Whatever. Um, how would anyone first of all, know and write? How that? did anyone know and write that down? Right. How would they figure that out? Also, at the time that it's supposedly written, the idea of like computers and stuff simulations—they would, yeah, that would, that would be, be beyond. They would be explaining so it with like magic or alternate parallel yes. universes, not. In the sense that we're thinking of matrixy simulations. And it becomes so... It's obviously written out so well that anyone who reads it understands. Yes. Can process what that means. Mm-hmm. And like, is there enough... And then I guess... <laughs> it's 
okay. I was going to say, is there enough proof? But then there's like that test, I guess, the, the test, number right. test. Okay, I have a problem with that too. <laughs> okay, but the text itself, mm-hmm. um, they're saying, this time Pope's saying like someone just found it again and translated it again. Like it was sort of a myth because anyone who reads it kills themselves. We'll get to that. My problem is just that I was just talking about this the other day with my coworker. Instead of working, we talk about stuff. <laughs> and we were talking about, like, languages and translation and stuff. And so to think that these people translated it and then wanted to kill themselves, which is, like, how many times has this been translated? Like, if it was written in, like, super old Latin, like, any language that you translate, you lose something, some meaning. So if it's, like, very specific like, something that would make people kill themselves. I just feel like the text is very important. So, like, slightly differences in translation would be different. But then I guess yeah. they do the test. They have a test thing I in there. Know. Again, yeah, that's such a computery thing. Like, thousands of years ago, they wouldn't understand random number simulations. <laughs> so, yeah, the translation thing is, like... Why did you need to translate it for people to read? Why didn't you just read it and then tell everyone? I don't know. Right. Because the also, doctor sums it up real quickly and easily at the end. Why are people killing? Like, why is this forcing people to kill themselves? That's like, my thing. I would what? read it and be like, oh, fuck, I'm a simulation. Like, I wonder if that's actually true or not. Do the test. Oh, okay, I guess I am. Life's fine. What the I fuck am I going to do about it? Like, what would killing yeah. myself do? That's my thing, too. Like, how does everyone who learn about this, that's the choice they make? Right. Or because does it say something like that in the text even... that you should kill yourself to free yourself? In but which like, case, who would know that to tell them that? What does it have to do with freeing yourself? You, they're they're separate kill... entities. Your consciousness is still there in the real world. Yeah. You being in the simulation, it's not like they go back to the real world and like everyone who was in the simulation still like is like asleep. Up. Like it's no. not the Matrix It's in not that the sense. Matrix. You're not unplugging so you can join no, the it's real just, world. So like you're just not existing in the simulation. Yeah. Like it has nothing to like do with. Like if someone told me right now that this is actually just a simulation. So if you kill yourself, you're not really dying. I'm like, but I would be ending this consciousness be, that right. I have. Like I don't. They've created I a life to like. I have a life. I'm, they've done a well enough job that i'm a human who wants to live and have a life so right the whole point is like obviously that they give the the people in the simulation they're so lifelike that they have things like free will and consciousness and like autonomy so like why would you anyway that part doesn't yeah make i don't understand sense. and like at cern they all agreed to just blow everything up like so quickly they agreed this is what to do yeah they were like oh we all read like, it wouldn't you be more interested i'd want to learn more like how does the especially you think like a this? scientific mind would really want to like dig into that but that test convinces them all which okay my problem with that is as the doctor explains it he explains it and it's like the opposite of what he says is true he says that no matter how good the simulation it can't produce random numbers or something so when we think of random numbers we're all thinking the same because it can only produce one string of random numbers which simulation this complicated that would make people as complicated as real people and that's the thing that they can't do it can't do which and he's implying only a true human could come up with random numbers but the opposite is true people cannot be random Hmm. because 
if I tell you to start naming, like coming up with numbers, you're thinking numbers that you know, you're thinking going from like high to low to, you know, you're not putting anything in a row because that doesn't seem random, but a true random generator could give you one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. As likely as it could give you any other six yeah. numbers in a row, you know? Yeah. As well like, as they could give you like truly... three, 43, 900. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start getting bigger and then you do mm. like round numbers like two billion or whatever. Whereas a random wouldn't do that. No. Like a, a computer random generator. That's the easiest thing this fucking simulation could do is put different random numbers in people's heads. But if it was really like that's the one thing it can't do with the human mind is us thinking of numbers. I mean, it's in obviously a just like a way. plot device to get it. Like, I know it bugged know. me so much because I'm like, no, the opposite is true. People can't be random. We cannot truly be random because we are people with thoughts. And yeah, if we start n- saying numbers, we're not going to be truly random. Yeah. We can't. Because, like I said, if I said pick a number between one and 10, then pick another one, you're going to go from like two, eight, like you're not gonna yeah, go one two three four five because that doesn't seem random. So are not yeah. You know it's like when people pick lottery numbers and they go all over the place. It's like you know what one 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 is as likely to win as any numbers you put in there or whatever. Yep. That's yeah. That really bugged me about like the answer to it all. The proof is that we all say the same numbers and I was like I feel like we would have noticed that before doing this test thing. That's a big flaw in the well, human really, mind. Well, because, like, it's also, like, such a thing, like, like, if somebody's like, oh, I don't know which one of you to take as my partner. Pick a number between 1 and 10, whoever's closest. Like, that's something you do in, like, grade school when yeah. you're, like, picking partners. Like, they would always pick the same number. Yeah. It's so weird. And he's so dramatic banging on the table every time. I'm like, this guy needs to come. Yeah, he's really, that guy is, like, intense. Mm-hmm. He's really intense. Well, he's a fucking scientist. He's really upset to learn about random numbers not being truly <laughs> random or whatever. Apparently. But yeah, that whole logic was like, um, that's completely backwards. My point, it's just, it's also a long 42 minutes just to get to the point of like, we're a simulation, like as like a lead up episode yeah. to like the actual episodes I find. Cause like, I don't know. It doesn't really like reveal anything. You could have done this. It's this big spooky build up to what is this text? And he explains it in like two sentences. Right. And on top of that, like it, it really doesn't affect. Cause like you could have gone into the other episodes because at one point he's like oh they've been running simulations for billions of years since you came that's how he knows so well you don't even need to see it for he that could have just been like dr mumbo jumbo that they throw in there as usual to yeah. like explain what's happening and no one would have thought twice about it like you don't need to see it yeah, to like, like understand i don't know and also it could have been something that ran through the season so far in some sort of way yeah that implied that this was a simulation or like weirdly they don't seem to remember their last adventure we're like well but you just did that and it turns out we're looking at different simulations right also they just do this on per planet but like the doctor's all over time and space and he is part of a simulation so like how do they yeah i don't know it's it's it has its limitations it has yeah that's some like powerful processing power to do billions of simulated earths from like the creation of this rock to now 
That's yeah. a lot of data and a lot of, you know, billion choices at every moment of life is created. Yep. And they, like, and this is the point in time that they chose is the right time to infiltrate us. That someone's going to say, yes, please help us. I feel like there were other moments in history where maybe someone would have been willing to consent. All right. Okay. So that's this. It's a simulation. Yeah. Yes, it's a simulation. That's. Um. Yeah. There's something about portals. They kept going through like when they yeah, went like, to start. So the penta it like leads all the like penta. the 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 quote Painful. important places. Yeah, or but those like, are people all just power, simulations. Like, the Oval Office and the Pentagon and CERN and the Vatican. And... Yeah, like the Vatican's so fucking. Important. Notice they're all <laughs> important places to Western, white people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking, like it's all the Western ideal important places. Like the Vatican is not fucking important. I mean it is it, it has is power, just, yeah. but not like CERN like actual like putting a scientific place like CERN next to the Vatican in like I think it's maybe just well, it's how not many science is just how it's people. It's not. Reaction. Yeah, it's more just like they have influence over such a large group of. Yeah, people. I guess they want to but see like, how scientists at certain. Like react, you don't see them be able react. to like walk into like Mecca or like you know what I mean. You'd think like oh if you're if you're or that involved in Catholicism, you'd think other religions perhaps might be involved Islam is like yeah we never see Christianity in the world affect Islam in the same way like why. The fucking White Vatican. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Once again, let's blame the Catholics. <laughs> yeah. Um, the B. Yeah. B. I'm the same as B. It's like I don't hate it. I it's know not... it's linked to some more interesting stuff, so I'm inclined to to like go B plus. But it's really not much it's on its just own. Just a is B. It? On its own, if we're rating it as a separate episode, it's a B. Yeah, it's just like, ooh, spooky text. He tries to read it. Creepy monks. Turns yeah. out it was all simulation. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Um, well, next episode, we continue this sort of three-parter with episodes seven and eight. Um, and we meet the monks, and yeah, we've basically already started talking about it. Yes. After that, in episode 74, we forgot to think of a question. Some stuff <laughs> happens. I'm trying to think of what happens after the pyramid. Okay, Hold, please. <laughs> You're going to have to edit. Good. Got it. And after that, in episode 74, we'll go to Mars and then a portal of light. <laughs> and we want to know, in what episode would you like to see a different doctor? Switch him up. Yeah. 
Who do you think like has the personality for like one of the other adventures? Or like, how would... would this be different if right. a different doctor was doing? Would it be handled differently? Who knows? You can answer more than one. Yeah, cause... of course. So you can uh, let us know your answers. Email doctorscompanionspodcast at gmail dot com, or just hit us up on Twitter at DRS Companions. And I just redid my website, so if you go to the, what is it, drscompanions.tishchambers.com, it now sort of has its own page where you see all the episodes. Ooh, pretty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not much else other than, like, the descriptions for each podcast episode, but whatever. You can check it out. So we'll see you next time. Yeah. Hear you, you'll hear us next time. Next time. We'll see you on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Come on, let's go.